Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Do any of you have podcasts and you guys have been waiting to put advertisements on but you don't know how? Look no further. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. I've been using Podgo to put literally all of my advertisements on this podcast and it's so easy. They place you on this website and you're able to see all of these different ads available and you can essentially pick the ones that work perfectly with your audience. They give you a flat rate so you always know how much you're getting paid for ads and it really makes the advertising process so, so simple. So if you're wanting to get started at Podgo, you can apply today and become a member and get immediately connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o and make sure if you do add she's going places in the how did you hear about it in the Podgo section of your application. All right, enjoy the episode. Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. This week, we are going to be reading your hot takes. And coming from one extremely opinionated person, I feel like I, over my 20 years of life of being extremely opinionated, like I've earned myself the right to read and talk about and give my thoughts on all of your hot takes, but man, You guys are some opinionated people when it comes to your hot takes. And so I'm, this is going to be a really funny episode. I'm super excited for y'all to listen. Okay, let's just hop into it because these, this is good. This is, this is some good stuff. For starters, it is mind boggling to me how opinionated you all are about food. I (laughs) literally, I'm not kidding. Like, I, when I tell you how many food submissions I got, like, I was shocked. I'm like, do all of these people only care about food or do they only have strong opinions about food? And the truth is, yes, like, that is what y'all are opinionated about. So I've just kind of broken up all of the sec, all of these into, like, kind of sections to help organize it. It's mostly food that's going to take up a big part of this, but it's kind of hilarious. Okay. First one is diet. Okay. Also, quick disclaimer. None of these, I didn't write any of these. And so this is how y'all submitted them, and I'm going to be reacting to them. And then you'll get my opinion after. Okay? Okay, sounds good. First one, dietary restrictions are not a personality trait. This one literally made me LOL because I feel like everyone knows people with dietary restrictions. I know tons of people who have them. This is like, it's it's just a very common thing. Um... Why it made me laugh because I had never thought about it, but I guess some people do make it a personality trait. Oh my gosh. But I I think people do like, if they're like an oat milk person, like they make it known that they drink almond milk, like, or that they have stomach problems or that they, I don't know, don't eat certain things. Um, So that's hilarious. Honestly, I agree that it's not a personality trait, but... For in a more optimistic, if you're hanging out with this person a lot, like, you're going out to eat with them. Like, it's just part of it. Like, of course they're going to, like, sorry they have to order cauliflower crust. Like, that's not their fault, you know? So, like, be gracious with our friends who have dietary restrictions, but it's true. I They talk about it a lot. <laughs> okay, next one. Dinner for breakfast is way better than breakfast for dinner. I have never, ever agreed with someone more than I have agreed 
with this submission. Y'all, you guys know I don't like breakfast food, and that's really evident in what you guys have submitted because there's a lot of breakfast-based items here. But I just, everyone gets so hyped up over breakfast for dinner. Everyone thinks it's like literally God's gift to the earth. That's how y'all act is you're like, oh my gosh, I got to eat this breakfast food for dinner. And it is like a joy of your life to eat that breakfast food for dinner. Breakfast food is not that great because who designated it at that time of the day? Like what? Like for me, if it's like 10 o'clock in the morning, I will happily eat a sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever I want to eat. Like, it's just breakfast food. It just doesn't really do it for me. I don't like pancakes. I don't like waffles. I don't, I just, the the whole thing. Really, I've had a hard time with eggs. I can do omelets now. So, there's that. Like, it's just the whole vibe. It's just not my vibe. And I get it. There's like a cult falling around breakfast. I am definitely the odd one out. The same thing as tomatoes. I hate tomatoes. But, Dinner for breakfast is better than breakfast for dinner. And that that is a hot take, but I agree. Next one, which is just leads us into our breakfast situation. Bacon is seriously just not that good. I got a lot of bacon submissions. Um, I don't feel strongly about bacon. Like, bacon is a neutral situation for me. I like bacon. I don't eat it often, but when I do, it's it's good. I don't hate bacon. Like you, some of you hate bacon. (laughs) So like you hate bacon and I just don't understand. But it is, it was really funny reading all of those. Um, I could see how someone doesn't think it's that great. Cause I mean, I don't think it's like God's gift to the earth, but it's like just another food, you know? But I, I feel like there is like a cult following around bacon. People love bacon, bacon on everything whatever next one bagels (laughs) this one literally honestly I choked when I read it bagels are better with butter than cream cheese I'm sorry girl I'm sorry miss ma'am whoever you are wherever you are this is just not true (laughs) plain and simple honey I don't I don't really know how else to put it for you butter okay first off butter well gives me the ick like, looking at a stick of butter actually hurts me. Like, I don't, I don't like butter. Like, period. I really don't cook with butter that much. I don't use butter. And so the idea of smearing butter on a bagel when you can use cream cheese, which is so much better. Like, this hurts me for you. Like, this hurts. And with cream cheese, pros to cream cheese, is you can put cream cheese on a toasted or non-toasted bagel. I seriously hope you're not putting butter on a non-toasted bagel. I'm sorry. I, I Normally, I like to be diplomatic, and I want to be, like, the, li- the liaison between all of this. <laughs> but that one, that one's just not it. I'm, I'm so sorry, sweetie. I really am. <laughs> okay. Oat milk should not cost extra. Okay. I hear you. I really do. But it's more expensive to get. And so, like, I understand that aspect, too. Like, the product itself costs more. If you're saying it shouldn't cost more than regular milk, like, at the grocery store, then I I agree. It's more expensive to, like, get. So I understand the markup of the price. But I do think we'll get into my opinions on milk in a second. 
but I would agree with you. But if you're talking about, like, a coffee shop, like, whether you get, like, whole milk or, like, almond milk or whatever, I mean, I see, I see all the sides because I think it's stupid, like, if you have an allergy that you have to pay extra. That's, like, with anyone with allergies, like, you have to pay extra for all of your dietary restrictions, but that's because making those dietary restrictions, are it's more money to make business. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. But the next one. You know how I said I, I had never related with someone more? Nix that. Because this one, this is my girl. This is my person. It says, milk is awful. <laughs> I literally, the thought of someone drinking it makes me gag. I literally cannot tolerate, like, regular milk. Like, regular, seeing regular milk makes my stomach hurt. Okay, me and my friends have been in like a wrestle about this for weeks about this idea of if regular milk is okay. The answer is no, it's not okay. It's never been okay. It's disgusting. Like we are the only, <laughs> sorry, but we are literally the only creatures ever. Like when you're a baby, like the way God designed it is you drink milk as a baby. And then as you get older, like, it stops. No more milk. We are literally drinking the milk of another animal that's literally meant for their, like, calves and babies. Like, we were never designed to drink milk. And the putting that white liquid in your body, which to think about, like, all of the ways they have to, like, process it and the preservatives and, like, the, uh, uh, all of it, all of it is just disgusting. Like, a glass of milk makes my stomach hurt. And so I agree. Milk is yucky. But a lot of my friends really like milk and they can drink like a cold glass of milk and they love it. Or a warm glass of milk. Oh my god. I just, I can't do the milk. The milk is bad. Milk is yucky. M milk like pains me physically. And I'm normal. Like I just feel so strongly about it that I just like it hurts like all. I just, mm. it's just a no for me. It's a no for me. And I feel like it's more popular to not like milk. Like, I feel like this maybe isn't a hot take, but maybe that's just me living in, like, my own world and believing, like, putting my own lens on the world and being like, yeah, no, everyone hates milk, right? I don't know. But I hate milk. So there's that. <laughs> okay, next one. You see what I mean? There's so many food ones, guys. Is orange cheese is gross, but white cheese is good. I mean, I think that's just a personal preference. Like, like cheddar cheese. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just orange. If you mean, like, the like the craft Singles, yeah, that's, that junk is nasty. But I think it's just your preference. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's just cheese. You know? Like, you don't like cheddar cheese? I just, or, like, the Mexican shredded cheese. There's orange cheese in there. I'm pretty sure it's cheddar. I'm pretty sure that's the only cheese that's orange. <laughs> Me gets, like, roasted for not knowing the cheeses. But, eh, this one I feel so neutral about. Anyways. The next one is pickles are, and then lots of fire emojis. <sighs> and I agree. I've always loved pickles. My house, like, growing up, like, we all just ate pickles. So, like, I didn't realize that that was a weird thing. Um, really, I still don't even think it's a weird thing. I still eat pickles. I love pickles. Um, I like, put it, like, pickles, like, pickles are great. I can't believe this is a hot take. It's not a hot take. 
It's just a food. It's just a cucumber with like juice. That's it. So if you like cucumbers, pack it up. You know? Okay. This one I feel like is going to get um, specifically my demographic um, in a bit, their panties in a twist. And so everyone's going to take a deep breath with me and prepare themselves for what I'm about to say. Chick-fil-A food is okay, but in general it's overhyped. I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay, like I really do. And I just maybe it's overhyped, like me trying to see like everyone's opinions. Like I could I could see how it's overhyped. But like I've never eaten anything at Chick-fil-A that I haven't liked. And the hype around Chick-fil-A is that it's like big contrast to like the other fast food chains where everything's like frozen or processed or like this is just like you're actually eating like a piece of chicken or like you're actually like it's like fresher and it's like nicer and better quality and the people are so wonderful to you and like you know it's not healthy I'm not saying it's healthy but there's just like it doesn't it feels less like fast food it's like not like greasy like in comparison to, like, other fast food places. Like, it's a great alternative. I mean, I love Chick-fil-A. We're putting it out there. I would, if, you know, if if <laughs> I was able to, I would eat Chick-fil-A every day. We love Chick-fil-A. But I can see why someone is just like, eh, it's just not that great. I love it, though. So. It's just, like, name a better fast food restaurant. You can't. There isn't one. I stand by that. Okay, last one. And I saved my favorite one for last for the food section. Because I'm not kidding. When I got this question, when I got this hot take, I literally rolled. Like, I, like, rolled over and showed everyone around me because I was like, this cannot be something that someone actually, like, thought to submit. So, this is just, like, I'm just going to read it to you. Shaped... <laughs> Shaped meat, parentheses, meatballs, meatloaf, is disgusting. Miss Girl, what, why did you have to call it shaped meat? <laughs> like, why did we word it like that? So you just mean like, just like, do you mean that like type of meat in general? Like ground beef, you just don't like it? Or is it the fact that it's shaped that, like, really, like, will you eat it? <laughs> I'm assuming because you said shaped, like, that's the part. You didn't say, like, ground beef is gross. You said shaped. So, like, you don't have a problem eating, like, ground beef and, like, a taco. But it's when it's formed in, like, a meatball or a meatloaf that it, it hurts you. It's just in different forms. It tastes the same. How do you not like meatballs? I'm also Italian, so that's just, like... I just don't understand. I'm still just not over that you called it shaped meat. <laughs> like, I would understand you being like a sausage or something. That's not even what you put in the parenthesis. I don't know. What do we think? <laughs> That's just hilarious to me. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, we're done with the food ones. I 
bored you guys enough with all the. I just like I've never seen so many food opinions. People just feel so strongly about their food. I don't, do. You guys feel strongly? Like I mean, I know you guys feel strongly, but like you listening, do you have strong opinions about food? Because I didn't realize. Like I don't feel like I have this strong opinions. I don't know. Okay, social media. This one's the. This one's really interesting. Okay, first one. Influencing is the new form of mainstream media. Yes. And I don't, I don't think this is a hot take at all because, like, it is just, it's what people are consuming. Like, I people care so much less about TV and especially, like, people don't care about the actors anymore. Like, I remember being in, like, middle school or, like, even elementary school and, like, seeing actors in, like, like, watching Wizards of Waverly Place and, like, watching Selena Gomez, I was, like, I'm obsessed. But, like, for me now, as a 20-year-old, like, those kind of celebrities have so much, of a, like, less of an appeal to me because, like, they're not just not accessible, if that makes sense. Like, social media has literally, like, spoiled all of us into, like, especially with the influencer space with, like, YouTubers or TikTokers or any kind of content creator. We have so much more access to their lives. As but like I remember when I was like obsessed with the Hunger Games, I would have to watch interviews so I could learn anything about like Joss Hutchinson or Jennifer Lawrence. Like I remember like physically just like watching hours of interviews. And you could only be able to pull little things. Like you couldn't just pull up like literally Jennifer Lawrence didn't have an Instagram. So you just like couldn't pull up anything on these people. Where now like you know everything and anything about an influencer and so now that's the new form of media because like people just want more like that's just like a theme of especially like this like new younger generation like nothing's enough content wise like everyone just wants more content and especially because these like these content creators their content is so much more accessible like you don't have to wait for like eight seven central to watch your show. You can watch the YouTube video whenever you want. You can watch the TikTok whenever you want. You can look at their Instagram whenever you want. It's on your time and it's like whenever you want to consume it, which is just infinitely more appealing. So yeah, influencing is definitely, and it just like leads to this like obsessive like personalities. Like people, the way people are obsessed with like these big stars right now is like nothing. Like I thought I was obsessed with like Justin Bieber, no. The way people are obsessed with, like, Charlie and, like, Dixie and Addison, like, it's crazy. So, yes, I agree. I don't think that's a hot take. Next one is TikTok isn't that great. Now, a girl loves her TikTok. I scroll on TikTok every day. It took me a while. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get on TikTok. But then somewhere in quarantine, I just said, eh. I'm just going to do it. Like, I, I'm just going to do it, and everyone else is doing it, and I don't care. And you know what? I was happy for it because it made my quarantine better. However, where I'm going to agree with this person is that, like, with any kind of, like, content scrolling or, like, new apps these days, it's like, what's the purpose? Like, I will waste so much time on TikTok and be like, none of that was really that beneficial to me. It's like a pacifier, if that makes sense. It's like, oh my god, before I go to bed, I need to watch TikTok. It's like, like calms you down. I don't even know. But like, there's no 
like purpose really I mean like there's creators on there and they make great content or you can like learn a lot there are like a lot of avenues but I just mean in general like your life wouldn't be that changed if you didn't have it I mean it's the same with any social media and so I think with like the rise of any new social media app that's like addictive I would agree it's not that great because it's not that great for you but like if you're gonna indulge in it it is that great I love TikTok so there's two sides to that Next one is Addison and Charlie are overhyped. I mean, there was a while there that I was on mainstream TikTok. I'll say it. And I loved it. I don't think that they're overhyped. Like, I just think it was right time and right place with, like, everything that happened this past year that, like, they got all of, I mean, and they worked hard. Like, I don't want to say they worked hard. Like, I don't want you, like, I mean, there's people who have been, like, hustling on YouTube for 10 years. And, like, these people, like, have just, like, skyrocketed above them. I don't think they've, like, worked harder than those people. I think, it, once again, right time, right place. Um, that's really just how the space works. But um, I think, like, they have teams and people around them that are, like, they're making, like, extremely strategic business decisions like as literal children like Charlie D'Amelio is 16 years old like she's a child and she is like has surrounded herself with the right people and has like built a brand and a business that is like worth millions upon millions upon millions of dollars so if you want to look at them on like the business side of things they're not overhyped at all like they're like crushing it like I mean like Addison's doing everything but if you, like, aren't willing to, like, buy into, like, their narrative, then, yeah, I can see how they're overhyped. Okay, this one is kind of juicy. Parents that make and monetize Instagram for their kids are exploiting them. Okay, so this is a big one with even, like, having, like, family YouTube channels with the kids in it and, like, this whole idea of, like, because a lot of times when people go to those channels, it's for the kids. Like, they like seeing the kids. Um, there's a YouTube channel in specific that I'm thinking of that's, like, I would always go and watch their videos because, like, their daughter was so cute and I was, like, loved watching her grow up. And it's, like, now she's older and, like, isn't as cute and isn't as, like, precious or, and now they have, like, new kids that are, like, the new focus of their, and it, like, feels like a production where they're, like, kind of, like, their product is, like, selling this kid and it's not, like, selling them, but it's, like, that's what people are here to consume, and so they're providing content of their really cute children, and then they turn a profit on it, and so I feel like it's the same idea of, like, with the Instagram, like, where, like, the parents run the Instagram accounts, and they do ads, I think this is what this person's saying, yeah, that feels a little sleazy, like, it's one thing if, like, you as a parent, you're an influencer, and then they're just, like, Okay, I saw an interview one time that it's, like, the Kardashians do this so well, where it's, like, the Kardashians, like, all have their own brand. Like, Kim Kardashian is Kim Kardashian with or without her kids, right? Or, like, Kylie Jenner is Kylie Jenner with or without Stormy, right? And, yes, they post their kid on their social media, but it's not, like, to, like, build their brand or, like, extend their reach. They're not, like playing off of their cuteness to get Instagram likes like it's just like their kids are a part of their lives but they also like don't include them in a lot of like on screen for like their show or like on socials like it's very minimal 
And so they do a good job of keeping the two separate, whereas with other families, they're really, they bank on how cute the kids are, and they use that. I think if there's any kid Instagram that's run by their parents that they're doing ads on, yeah, no, that's gross. Because, like, making your kid pose and take a picture with a product that, like, they don't even know what they're endorsing. I'm just, I'm so interested to see what happens when all these kids grow up and, like, all of a sudden they're, like, 12 years old and they have, like, a million followers on Instagram. Like, psychologically, like, are these people going to be okay? Like, we don't even know what that would look like. Like, I mean, we can see, like, child stars and, like, we all know how that goes. And so... I'm very interested. Like, I think you'd have to be a very special, like, type of parent to, like, navigate this. And so, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. That's just, ooh, that could get sticky. Okay. <laughs> the next hot take was very abrupt. It said, you should delete your Instagram. <sighs> I hear you. Once again, what is the point of social media? really we're boiling it down to and everyone can always say like I love connecting with people and seeing other people that's everyone's like sugar-coated answer for social media and I'm sure I've given that answer for why I have Instagram but in reality like it's not like a it's like not fulfilling and, and it like it, it doesn't make you like feel great about yourself after you get social I mean for in me in my life it's like a pretty neutral tool like, it doesn't make me feel worse about myself, but it doesn't make me feel better. Like, it's just kind of there, and, like, it's fun. And so I don't think you should get rid of things that are fun, but you should delete your Instagram if you have, like, an unhealthy relationship with your Instagram. Like, when I was in, like, high school, I was so obsessed with my feed. Like, I don't care now what I post at all, but in high school, like, everything had to look perfect color-wise. I would post these, like, really aesthetic filler pictures. Oh, no, like, if you guys scroll down to my personal Instagram, it's crazy. It really is crazy, so I should have deleted it then. Anyways, last one for social media. When people call themselves an influencer, but their way of influencing is posting a few meaningless words a few times a week to inspire. I mean, it's this idea of, like, if we're talking about just influencers in general, like, everyone's trying to be an influencer right now and so gone I feel like are the day like people will say they're influencers and then not really do a lot but like if you look at like these big social media influencers like we saw it a lot with elections like where they had like a voice and a platform and they were like using it to talk about things or like they can bring up like social issues that they care a lot about or whatever raise money for things drive traffic like influencers have potential to like do really great things and there are influencers who are doing great things and so I think it's hard to do a blanket statement like influencers are this because some influencers are killing it and they are doing a great job and they are like, they're like given like millions of people to like kind of shepherd. Um, and then there are people who take advantage of it. <laughs> I feel like in a lot of these, I'm like, I can see this side, but I also see this side. Okay, next. <laughs> but that's just, that's just how we're going to do this. But yeah, I like influencers. I really do. But if you're just an influencer, like, just, and it's just photos of you, and there's no substance, that's not an influencer I like, personally. But some people do. So it all just depends. All right, we survived the social media section. How are we feeling, people? Do we feel violated after the food? How do we feel? 
we're gonna just hop in I have a TV section there's like only like two here but I got so many about this that I feel like I had to include it and it said the office isn't a good show I got like 10 about the office I have seen the office when I was in high school and I really really and I really really liked it I enjoyed it I have not seen it since and so I feel like all good things because I'm getting I get a lot of things that are like da 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 is overhyped this isn't that good but it's like when it's a big thing like it just opens the door for so many people to be like have eyes on it and then there's many people who don't like it if that makes any sense. So, of course, the office has gotten overhyped because a lot of people liked it and they shared it. And, of course, there's going to be people that it, like, isn't their taste and they're like, oh, my God, people, like, act like it's the greatest thing ever. It's the same thing with, like, any big pieces of, like, pop culture, like Star Wars or, like, anything Disney or whatever. People will always say the big things are overhyped. And so, for me, I thought the office was, like, funny. It's not my type of show that I would choose to watch now. But it served its purpose. <laughs> okay, this next one. Also, I feel like you're all going to stroke. Ready? It says, The Cheetah Girls is better than High School Musical. Now. And, and then they, they went further. And they said, In diversity, music, and plot. I don't remember almost anything about The Cheetah Girls. But I will say, The Cheetah Girls is better in diversity than High School Musical. That is one thing I do know. But music and plot, like... High School Musical music is, like, or, like, the movies are, like, ingrained into my head, and it's, like, a piece of my childhood. So this feels slightly violating. But once again, don't feel that strongly about High School Musical, so really, I don't, I just don't really care that much. You know what I mean? It's just not that big of a deal to me. Next one. Driver's License is a good song. But way too overhyped on TikTok, so now it isn't enjoyable. I think I agree with this. I really liked Driver's License. In fact, I listened to it a lot. I cried on a plane listening to it. I let myself go there. However, it was so overdone on TikTok and people, which like, Olivia deserves all the clout that whatever, like, congratulations. But I do think like, when something is overdone, it does make it less enjoyable. So, like, no, it doesn't have the same effect when I listen to it now. But I still think it's a great song. And, like, this doesn't change that I would, like, if I was sad, I wanted to sing this in my car. You know? This doesn't change that for me. But, yes, it was a, lo a lot of my TikTok. So, I could see how people are, like, it's easy for them to, like, boycott driver's license because, like, everyone loves it. But everyone loves it for a reason because it was great. Next. <laughs> okay. This one says Taylor Swift isn't that good. Literally, how could you say that? I just look at, I feel like I, I like look under, especially with anything in like this like industry, I just look underneath the surface and I appreciate Taylor Swift for a lot more than like her, her music. I think if you're just looking at her music, yeah, sure, fine. If you want to say it's not that great, whatever, that's your thing. But if you're looking at Taylor Swift as like an artist, a performer, an entrepreneur, like she is built, like, have you guys seen her Netflix documentary? Oh my gosh, like, this girl is a, like, a mogul for so many things. She is a boss, like, 
being able to change for like all of these different eras and like has a communicated this awesome narrative she has the most elaborate fans in the entire world with these crazy easter eggs that she does and everything's high production like it's high quality she's also just like a generally like brilliant songwriter and storyteller that's like something like regular artists don't have like other artists like people write their songs for them and they just like sing them whereas with Taylor Swift don't get wrong like other people help her write her albums but she has her hand in any every of it like every bit of it like no one like hands her a song and like sing this she's like no like she's like a boss lady and she does her own things and she like she's just like taken her career by storm and so I don't know how you can say she's not that good like she should be a role model for like every young girl ever and her music is great so bye last one for music was musicals are awful what I mean and it's like this idea of like they don't like the, the cheesiness of it and they don't like it's all exaggerated which I understand I grew up doing like musical theater at my school and so like I really I do really like musicals I wouldn't say I'm like a crazy musical theater person like there are people who are like really intense and they really like musical theater I wouldn't say that that's me but I really like musicals I don't know how you can say they're awful like you can appreciate the music and once again you're clearly not looking like further below the surface like with musicals like if you look at anything surface level of course it's not that great but I can't believe you said they're awful because like, if you look further below, like, the score and the music and, like, everything, like, builds and it's telling this, like, huge epic story, which is so much harder to do. Like, you know how much work goes into a musical and making a song? And, like, there's, like, symbolism and, like, the type of chords that they use. There's just so much depth to it. And, like, there's something about with musicals that are so much more special because it's live people performing. Like, they don't get a retake. Like, it's just, like, live. How they sound is how they sound. If they mess up a line, they mess up a line. Like, movies could never. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It's like, don't get me wrong. Movies are great. But they have, like, a month to, like, do all of it and, like, make it perfect. Like, you get, like, rehearsals. But, like, if you trip or, like, your costume doesn't go, like, you have to, like, roll with it. And, like, these people are, like, athletic beasts who can, like, perform these, do these crazy dance. Like, it's just... There has to be a level of appreciation for musicals. Period. These people work so hard. I think I'm going to end there. I have a couple other ones, but meh. I feel strongly about the musical one. I cannot believe you guys said that they're awful. I really enjoy them. I really, really do. Well, guys, these were your hot takes. Well, some of them at least that you guys said. And I hope you guys enjoyed me reading them and talking about them and dissecting them. So... In summary, <laughs> milk sucks. <laughs> um, funny. You guys feel so strongly about food. Lots of cheese, some Chick-fil-A, butter, whatever. Um, we stand. Um, why did I say we stand? Who am I? Um, we love Addison and Charlie. Sorry about it. TikTok is an interesting thing. Influencers, what do we think? Cheetah Girls High School Musical. There's a lot going on here. This episode is a lot, so, like, I'm not in the market to overwhelm you and to keep going, because you guys will probably go into cardiac arrest. So, that's going to be for, that, ooh, 
that's going to be it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you loved this episode, make sure you go down below, give us five stars and leave us a review and tell us what you thought. Um, I actually just did a review type giveaway on the Instagram where I was giving away some coffee for people who just reviewed. So I'll probably be doing that again soon. So you can go check out at She's Going Places podcast and follow and get the latest updates. Once again, we'll have awesome polls out tomorrow. Always great social media content, so make sure to go check it out. Make sure you are subscribed to the She's Going Places podcast so it lets you know when there's new episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to y'all next week.